Rolling episode four sixty five. Four sixty five. Yes, four hundred sixty five. No laugh track podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm Justin Severson. This week, get to talk to a first time guest. First time. Very excited about those. Jeffrey Osmus is here with me. I saw your show last night. Okay. We have uh, we've barely met. We've spoken just briefly here on the stage before we started here. Uh-huh. And now we're rolling. Now we're friends. N- you know, we're fast friends. 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 Yes, after what he witnessed last night. <laughs> fast friends. All the garbage, racist tropes I said last <laughs> night. He's like, I like this guy. That, that, <laughs> I <yeah>. like him. <laughs> I spent the night. I was like, I'm not going to be late for this. I can't miss yeah. this. I'm just going to wait here for him to come back. Uh, yeah, so I w- definitely want to talk about last night. We're going to talk about you and uh, all, all types of stuff. But um where do I want to start here? First of all, yeah, last night was fantastic. It was fun. Um, uh, actually, I'm going to step back here. So the first time I saw you perform here was a few months ago. Yes, the first. I've done, like, guest spots, and I've done the open mic before, but I, the first time doing a weekend, yeah, I featured for Dan Soder. He brought, I've worked with him a few times, and he brought me, and that was, that was awesome. It was kind of a dream because I'm from Minnesota, so this is always, like, I went to watch comedy here before I started comedy, maybe when I was, like, 19 or 20 i saw the guy who's featuring mike lester because he started a little before i did so i watched him on stage and i was like oh if he can do it i can do it <laughs> you know <laughs> like okay <laughs> but i've always this is the first place i think i ever saw a comedy show probably is that right in like early college yeah when i because i went to college in wisconsin but i'd come back home and me and my parents would come to a show because that's a good night out with your parents you don't have to really talk and you get to have fun and they buy you drinks that's it's nice I always want. It's kind of a dream of mine to headline here. It it, it feels cool. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. It. So uh, yeah, I, it was when you opened for Dan Soder. Yeah, like, maybe like yeah, like March or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we left that that night. I was I came with my wife that l- night, and you know and that was of course one of those nights where she was like, the middle guy was so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, congratulations on that. You I love. I got a fan. You there impressed we my go. wife that night. Although That's she cute. didn't come with me last night. So yeah, she's like, we saw it. <laughs> he was good, but he's gonna do the same. I have shit. a young kid at home. So yeah. She, somebody you gotta watch the kid. So somebody had to stay home with the kid. But uh, but it was weird because I so right around that time I think did you also do a show maybe at a different club here around that time? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was at Comedy Corner Underground. Maybe like. Two weeks before that, it just ended up being that way. It wasn't planned that sure. way. Sure, and I think that that came through my feed, like on Instagram or something. And I, uh-huh. you had a joke, and I was like, "Oh, this is really funny." What I'm admitting to you is, I didn't really know much about you until earlier this year. That's fair. And I've become a quick fan. Oh wow, thank you. And I love so, that. so going back then, I remember seeing this video for, from you know pr- promoting some other show. I'm like, "Oh, this guy is really funny." And I clicked on the th- on something, and I was like. Anyway, I connected that you were from Wisconsin, and I didn't realize yeah. until doing my research to talk to you this week that you're from here. I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, I started comedy in Wisconsin. I'm from Woodbury, which is one of the Applebee's suburbs of the Twin Cities. A brutal place. I mean, it's not a bad, but it's just so boring. You almost wish it was dangerous. It would have something to talk about. It's I, so boring. So I grew up in St. Paul. St. Paul? St. Paul and Minneapolis are great. The suburbs are terrible. I and I think I've told Mike early this before because he's also he's you know, from Woodbury. He's from Woodbury yeah. as well, and I think I've told him this before as well. But growing up in St. Paul, which is, you know, Woodbury is a direct suburb basically of yeah, St. very Paul. close. Yeah. If you would have asked me when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, where's Woodbury? 
You uh, you know you don't know. Had no clue because you're not going out to Woodbury to go to TGI Friday. It may like, as well have been South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we looked to St. Paul like, oh, that's where the fun is. But like, you're not going out. Isn't that wild? Yeah, like, it, it, they're just and now and then since then, I've lived in Woodbury for. I don't know, 15 years. Oh, you or so. live there now? I don't. Oh, my ex-wife don't. still does, and two uh, of my daughters do part time. You got out. You got, got. You hated it so much. You wanted a divorce. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm divorcing Woodbury, and because of that, I'm leaving you. Because they have no independent restaurants. <laughs> it's all chains, and it's just a big mall people live in. Pretty much. It's it's, it's lame. Pretty much. But so I love Minneapolis. Love Minneapolis. So it's wild that. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I didn't know until I was listening to you. I think I listened. I listened to some episodes of your podcast as well oh, as yeah. you guesting on one, and then you said something about oh, Twin Cities. I'm like, wow, what? Yeah, you are from there. I try to hide it. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> no, I am. I love Minnesota. <laughs> I always rep Minnesota. Uh, and I also heard you reference a Catholic uh, high school. I did. I went what? to Hill Murray. I knew it. Yeah, I was gonna guess. Hill, you know, yeah, I feel like it's Hill Murray or Creighton. It's okay, or St. Thomas. Or St. Thomas. Okay, yeah, so you're I went Hill, to Murray Hill Murray. Guy. Yeah, the big hockey. I didn't play hockey, but I went there and. The hockey kids fucked all the girls I wanted to fuck, so <laughs> that was cool, I guess. <laughs> so the the hockey players at Hill Murray are really as cool as I thought they were. They when were I was cool. growing up. A lot of them, I I look, I still am Facebook friends with them. Their lives didn't really turn out, but they were great in co- high school and some of them in college. But now they seem like their lives they peaked in like age twenty. I feel like I'm peaking maybe next year or something. Next but year? Yeah, nice. I'm hoping to peak next nice. year. Well, I'm glad I'm with you on the way up here. Yeah, you're on the way up. I'm still on the way up. Yeah, <laughs> it was a slow climb. Ah, oh, that's awesome. So when you were here in March with Soder, did you know? Was the headlining gig on the books already? It yet? was not. Not till after, uh, maybe like a couple weeks afterwards, I Lewis emailed me. Yeah, a couple, not long after. So that that was cool. I was like, oh, I guess I did a good job. Awesome. That felt great. Awesome. So where uh, quickly I want to go over. Where, where did you first go on a stage? I do want to. I first that. went on stage at Comedy on State. I'm wearing their sweater now. I know. Never heard no, of it. Never heard it. <laughs> comedy on State, Madison, Wisconsin. Great comedy yeah, club. Oh yeah. I would. You hear a lot. I would say, and I haven't been to every club. But I would say, Acme Comedy on State and Denver Comedy Works are like the. That's like the triumvirate of the best comedy clubs. Yep, as someone who doesn't perform comedy, I could recite those. those same. I, don't, I haven't I been. I've heard Punchline in San Francisco is pretty good too. I haven't been there, but of the ones I've been to, those are the best. So it's kind of cool that Madison and Minneapolis, two of the best comedy clubs, not that far apart from me, like four hours. Oh yeah, away. there's a friendly relationship. Yeah, like the, the oh, you guys, Acme, you guys have the great open mic, and with Madison does too. They have their open mic, two hundred people there every week. So. The Which first, night is the they, one? There's on Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah, it's always, like, pretty much full. And so, like, the first time I did a set was for 200, 250, like, college kids. And I really crushed. I can't lie. And then it was down. I bombed after that. But, like, it was a very easy place to start comedy. So that was really cool. Sure. Uh, was you, you were fresh? You went to college there. I actually didn't start till like, the end of my senior year. Okay, that's I what did, I was wondering. I waited till I was, like, graduating. I was too scared. I went to the open mic night and they had like college night on Thursdays for like you got in for two bucks or something. I went all the time, but I didn't get the courage to do it till my almost was out of college. Sober or uh, inebriated first time? Um, Not too drunk. Probably a couple beers. But a little in. bit? A little bit. Yeah. I never get drunk on stage. I usually have like a drink or two, okay. but I never get drunk or and I've tried to be high, but it doesn't work. Yeah. I think I'm killing, and then everyone's like, what is he talking about? I kind of lose lose the plot a little bit. You know what? I want to go back to something you said a few minutes ago about when you said you were 
first were coming to see comedy here yeah. at Acme with your parents? Yes. As somebody who's been here hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, I have never even, I mean, I'm older than you were when you were coming with your parents, but I've never considered going with my parents. I don't even know if I would, I, maybe I would have if I was that age. Was there any ever, was there ever any like awkward, like, oh, we, this oh, topic yeah. comes up that I'm with sitting next to my mom and holy shit. I, I mean, it's definitely, there. sure, there's definitely awkward moments, but it was free. That's really what it came <laughs> down to. They, and there, and like I, I, yeah, like I was able to drink, and I guess I was twenty-one, maybe. But okay, I, yeah, like free drinks, free time, and better than just like having dinner and talking with them for two hours. <laughs> rather just watch comedy. Sure, I mean, because literally on the drive over here last night, I was my oldest daughter's sixteen, and I was like, it might be time for her to come start seeing some come comedy. to a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. then the first thing that popped in my head was, what about? Uh, is it eighteen plus here at Acme? So what is the rule? Is it eighteen, Brandon? Yeah, because yeah. I think I yeah, because I've seen younger. Is it just like Wisconsin in Minnesota where you can drink if your parents say you can? I don't. Because in Wisconsin know. you can if you're 15, they can be like give them a beer. And oh, I know. They can do it. It's the restaurant's choice, but they can if they want to. I just I actually live in Wisconsin. Now. Oh, right over the border, Hudson. Hudson. Yes. That's where my dad used to work. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so he knows the drive that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we, yeah, I bring my daughters to restaurants. Hudson's there. actually a nice has like a little bit of culture in it. It's like nice on the river. There's like a cool downtown area. I like uh, Hudson. Uh, and we've got the uh, the suburban area like where it looks like woodbury yeah yep. but then it There's also like the has old hudson which is very nice tons yeah. of local places yeah i like oh, hudson I, i'm i really enjoy it over good there. place yeah absolutely uh but yeah so anyway i'm considering like bringing my daughter but i'm like what about ooh, i don't i don't i'm gonna squirm. i think cool parent i think that's a cool parent to bring them as long as she's like like 16 17 18 but some people bring like their 11 year old kids to a show and that I find ridiculous. But if they're in high school, they've heard it already. Well, Bring and that's them what, out. And, and I will say now uh, that we've gotten to know each other a lot in the last year. Um, we've opened up about uh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but I, I yeah, got, yeah. But no, any, in any good. case, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's great. But it, uh, maybe uh, you. Whenever Bo Burnham's special came out on Netflix, and oh, everybody went crazy. Oh, yeah, that was like a year, year and a yeah, half year ago. And a half ago. Yeah. So my daughter was a big fan of that, and she uh. was like begging me. She knows, you know, I'm connected to comedy. She's like, if you watch, we kept bugging me. Are you going to watch Bo Burnham's? I'm like, he's not really. So then eventually I sat down with her and watched it, except when it came to this song called, um, I don't know, it has to do with sex, and she left the room. Oh, really? And I didn't know why. <laughs> no, like she that's took a funny. long time and then came back right when the song was she over. She just had to go to the bathroom for three minutes and yes. 45 seconds. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that's what was funny. It's a song, uh, I, sexting. I, I think the song is called Sexting. Yeah, she yeah, she left it is. the room for it. That's, did you like the special? I thought it was I liked fun. It, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's, yeah. it's like I think it's more like very well done than very funny. Yes. I think there are funny parts, but I think it's also just kind of impressive. That's what I was going to say. It's a very impressively made thing. It shows his talent. He's very talented. And it's not and he doesn't he actually his old stuff's actually really funny. Yeah. I think I think some comedians you can have like two or three specials. Their first three are like laugh a minute, but then they kind of get a little more like introspective sure. after that. Yeah, they've absolutely. they've proven they're funny so they can kind of go a little slower with the laughs. Sure, maybe. sure. I could see that. Yeah, uh no, I liked it overall. I yeah, it was, overall. that's a good bonding one. 
Absolutely. Certainly not as much as my daughter did. And I've even let, I, cool dad, I've let her play the songs now in my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Some of them are catchy. There's a few that I like. I like Jeffrey, to do. Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. <laughs> Put your hands up. That one's fun. I can't believe I even yeah. know that. All right, I want to talk about you and last night. Yes. Holy crap, what a fun show. Great show. When I saw that Mike Lester was going to be working as well, I was like, I, I, I cannot miss this. I will tell I you. I love Lester. He's great. So I really want to go see the Joe List and Louis C.K. Oh, yeah, movie. the movie. I want to see and it, And last night, Wednesday night, was the night we could I could have seen I it. I saw that. It was like Rosedale, maybe, or yes, something. Yes, yeah. So I considered that, and I was like, I gotta, I, I, gotta, I haven't seen Jeffrey before. Lester's work, and I got to come you to the got, show. You made the right choice. I do not regret it. My, Mike's, a, I, Mike's a good opener for me. He has kind of the same type of, like, manic yes. energy. People are, don't know if he's, like, going to snap any minute or whatever. No, Something and he, I the outfit he I was mad at him about the outfit he wore last night. <laughs> he wore like these board shorts and these these like United Kingdom flag socks and his hair is out of control. And I was like, you better be funny, and he was. Yes. He was. If he had bombed in that outfit, I would have been furious. <laughs> right. His mullet is the picture of a mullet, you know, like online. Yeah. Like he he, he really I uh, he went for it, and you know. It's not for me, but I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> he, uh, so as, as a consumer of comedy, I don't see this as much as I would like to. I was thinking about this this morning, that uh, when there's people working in the same night that do so much crowd work, mm-hmm. that I get that like the same groups will be, um, and it can go bad. It can but, go terrible. It can go terrible. But when the same groups are uh, are in contact, or you know, chatting with you know back to back. Yeah, you almost get to know them. Yes, that was, I really like that. That when was it goes fun. Well. I made sure to watch. I always make sure to watch the feature set because you want to like see the energy of the room. Okay. And I'm glad I saw Mike because he had a couple things with the audience members that I kind of could piggyback off of, and I think. The audience loves a callback. They love yes. that. They love like, oh, he's been watching the same show we're watching. I'm like, a sucker for it. I think I came it. out and said something almost immediately about something Mike was doing. Crowd work on, and it it worked out. And it's it worked out great. I think it's a good way to because Mike's really funny. So I wanted to like piggyback off what his he was doing. So yeah. I think that went great. No, it was such a great night. It was such a great night. How much how much comedy are you doing uh, these days? How much, well, how much are you performing? I just moved to New York City, actually, like a month ago. Okay. I used to live in Chicago for many years. Well, I've actually I lived in New York before, but it's, it's whatever. But I just moved to New York about a month ago. So not as – I mean, I'm doing comedy pretty much every night. But in New York, the sets are shorter. So this is the first, like, long set I've done in, like, maybe a month or two. Or I guess, like, a month because I was in Detroit a month ago doing sh- long shows. But New York, you don't get to do long right. sets. Like, in the Midwest, you get a headline, a brewery, headline these road shows. New York, it's all, like, 10, 12-minute showcases. Yeah. But you can do a lot of those, but you don't get to flex the crowd work muscles. So, and yeah, the, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's really like. fun. I, lo- I love long sets because you can kind of, like – slow down pace yourself i've had a lot more fun with that yeah i mean from just from seeing you you know this couple times i mean you definitely your act is made you know for a long set yeah i think i think i do much better i think i can i change it up figure it out for a 10 minute set but i love i think i'm much better 30 40 50 minutes because I think some my, my energy kind of takes a little bit for the crowd to understand sometimes. They need like <laughs> five or seven minutes to get that I'm not really an asshole and I'm just kind of playing around a little bit. And that, and I, I'm, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because you have such a, I mean, I'm not even sure how to describe it. It's not, it's not cocky, but it's sort of. Someone told me that I'm an alpha beta 
and I think that's I think that's kind of like I'm like a, actually a coward in real life, and I don't really like myself all that much, but I f- fake it, and I think most people understand that I'm faking my arrogance. I think I just think arrogance is funny. I think it's funny to think that you're better than someone else, and so I think that's like a that's like a thing I try to do <laughs> on stage because we all shit and piss and die. So it's like funny to think you're better than someone. I I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, but do people ever take that the wrong way? Absolutely, happens all the time. <laughs> all the time, people get mad. I've had three people, two people try to storm the stage when I've been performing in the last. Since COVID, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, since COVID. When we're supposed to be distancing, even. But yeah, when we're supposed to, they're trying to get closer to me, yeah, in Nashville and in Chicago, someone tried to attack me. Yeah, That's so. what ran you out of Chicago, you're saying? No, no, yeah. No, I like that made me like Chicago more. I'm like, they're feisty. <laughs> <laughs> they're willing to go for it. It's always like big bowling ball looking men. It's always like big, tough, ripped white guys who want to. <laughs> it's always, it's like. Other, it's like guys who th- are really manly and they don't like being made fun of. They don't, they can't take it as well as they think they can. Uh, because it hasn't happened to them. Probably. It hasn't happened to them. Most people don't yell at them because they could. I mean, they could have killed me easily. Right. They, they they backed off, or there was a security guard one time that stopped the guy. <laughs> but like, I, he could have killed me, like for sure. Do you keep checking on security? Like you're with me, right? I do. Right? I make sure there's security or there's someone working because sometimes clubs don't have it. I'm like, okay, I won't do the abortion jokes. Maybe, yeah. Have you has it has anything ever like uh, continued onto like the you know after the show where you're you know shaking hands or selling? merch and they're like hey kind of a dick up there bro oh yeah yeah even a lady last night and the lady who sat in the front row she came up to me and she's like you were funny but it took fucking forever <laughs> what? she was like it took so long i liked you eventually but it took a long time and i was like i thought i kind of came out swinging oh, yeah, <laughs> I, she's I, wrong about i thought this. i had a hot start and maybe dipped a little and then came i don't know what she was talking about Oh my! She was a really chatty one in the front row. I kind of ignored her a little bit. Oh, a little uh, annoying. yes. I have to tell you that I I did what like what I always do as soon as I was like I got a forty minute drive home. So I as soon as yeah. the show is done, especially when I'm going to talk to you know the comic the next day, uh-huh. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you're sure. like, thanks a lot. I'm at that the door. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh, I stopped in the bathroom quickly last night before I left. So then I, a couple people caught up to me, and I heard, oh, got to overhear people talking oh, about the show. Oh, I do love that, as long as it was good. Yeah. Well, I only heard of one couple, and yeah. it was, uh, I liked the last two. There we go. I liked the last that's, two. That's good. However, they don't know your name. They don't know the names. Yeah. I need to, I, I, don't, I always forget to sign off with, hey, I'm Jeff Osmus or whatever. I, I'm so bad at promoting myself. I that, hate I that mean, part as, of comedy. As someone that supports comedy, that frustrates me. Where I'm like, where people talk to me like, "Oh, who's uh, the, who's coming up at Acme? I should go see." And I'll say a name that they, they that don't I've know. talked about or they should have seen on television or a yeah. podcast or something. Like, I don't, with I don't, like social media and that. stuff, we see so many names. People just can't remember yeah. it anymore. Our brains are just like, "I'm out of names." Mm-hmm. It's, it sucks. I need to like a lot of. I need to do a better pitch for myself. Like I didn't mention my podcast at the end. I didn't mention my name. I got to get better at that. Is this why you have a website, White Comedian? I do have the website, <laughs> whitecomedian.com. One of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. I've been paying $50 a year for that joke since like 2015, and I'll never stop. If I have $50 left, I'll, I'll renew the website. <laughs> Your <laughs> last the, 50? The last 50, whitecomedian.com. I think that's so funny. 
I should mention that on stage. That's funny. I should. I should. Okay. Tonight I'll do a better job. Pitching. Jeffrey, you have two weeks to live, but your uh, website's expiring in uh, six months. We're renewing it. <laughs> Keep it going. That's the only memorial fund I want. Keep the website going. <laughs> Keep my dates up there. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic. Uh, is the woman that spoke to you after the show last night the one that you at one point said? That laugh sucks. No, it was not. They were nice. <laughs> they were great. They bought two of my shirts. And awesome. The lady just gave me an extra $20. They were great. Yeah. Oh, wow. They were cool. Yeah. No, it was this couple up front. They were fine, but they just, they were like, they like whispering a lot to each other, which is fine. Well, I just ignore it. And then sometimes you, you, you've like learned from comedy, you like a sixth sense, like they're not going to be fun. Sometimes you know, like, like some people who are disruptive will be fun, and you can talk to them. But some people, I'm like, ah, oh, they're just kind of boring. I just ignoring's the sure. best path a lot of the time. I think. Well, and then you said something last night that that stuck out to me uh, when you said, "Oh, I talk to the people that talk." Yeah. Oh, every time, almost every time, unless I can tell they just keep doing. But if they talk loudly, I'm like, "Oh, what do you do?" And they never talk again. Pretty much every time. Isn't that interesting? Because they, no one wants to be. Some people want to be talked to, but ninety percent of them don't. Yeah. And but I like talk. I think crowd works. Some people are like it's hack. I don't think that's true. I think it can be really funny. Yes. The best is weaving in from crowd work to jokes. Like that's what I'm. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but that's like what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Because I think people like they, it. Makes it seem more natural. You're not just like reading a joke from a teleprompter in your mind. You're like, oh, you're talking. You work at a school. I worked at a school. Okay, mm -hmm. great. And it, it's more natural. I, I completely agree. Uh, and you just reminded me of something else that uh, when I so I search your name on the internet and then I a LinkedIn profile. Oh wow! Up. I did not know I still had a LinkedIn. Yeah, and it's like uh, respectable. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember making a LinkedIn. I did. I get. Was it like it's all like childcare stuff? Probably. That's correct. A lot. Of, yeah. I used to work like with. I say I'm a teacher on stage. I wasn't really a teacher, but I I was like a tutor, like the after school tutor. I did that for a few weeks uh, years ago at a school, some schools in Minneapolis. Yeah, like a, yeah. Like teacher's aid. Yeah, kind of a teacher's aid. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't know if that's what you were. That doing. That was kind of what it was. Yeah. I Recess mean, I, monitor. I did all that fucking shit. Yeah. It was. It was it was fun, but I mean, I just played Connect Four most of the time. That's really what it ended up being. But I barely had the job and got into a conflict with a probably twelve year old girl. <laughs> and you got you lost it because of the conflict. No, no, no. Oh, I was no. I was in the right, but it. it uh, yeah, I got beat up by a twelve year old, <laughs> and then they're like, "You can't. This isn't gonna work out." <laughs> I threatened her. She punched me first. Yeah. Uh, no, it was about something. It started with her dumping her milk on her lunch tray, and I was oh, just. Oh you know, yeah. Like, you're not supposed to do that. And then she started calling me names, uh -huh. and it wouldn't stop. Kids can be brutal. Yeah, they know how to insult. Uh huh. They're, they're good. Yeah. And then uh, the and then the next day, I had a handwritten note from her in my little you know. Oh teacher my box. god. Oh wow. With an apology. Oh, an apology. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't like another. I'm not done with you, yeah, bitch. I know where you like live. <laughs> I know where, when I can buy a gun in six years, it's over. <laughs> no, I actually, it said, uh, "I'm sorry, I called you a fool. You are not a fool." Oh, okay. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. that, kids can be. That's the thing about kids. They can go from being the worst de little devil to like the sweetest thing in like five minutes. Yep, kids are great. I loved working with kids. I think it a little bit prepared me for comedy because you like got to corral them 
get people you got to like break up the little clicks make them pay attention to you i think it was actually a very useful skill oh i could could totally see that because some people who come here are just children who can vote that's all they are (laughs) there's some real idiots that come out of the woodwork that can but don't that can yeah they also don't vote yeah they can't figure it out there's a yeah people people get in a dark room and they have a couple martinis and they lose their lose their ability to socialize it's not good this is what uh i assume you put this together that's on linkedin i probably did yeah i think I remember since gra- since graduating from the university of wisconsin in 2013 i have worked as a touring stand-up comedian and in child care as a tutor after school teacher and summer camp counselor both of these jobs have given me a Excellent interpersonal, public speaking, and organizational skills. Okay. Not bad. That's a good profile so far. Yeah, okay. That's not bad. Uh, Paragraph two. I'm an eager learner who's always reading a new nonfiction book or practicing guitar during any spare moments. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's, that's accurate. Still? That sounds accurate. Yeah, I'm I'm reading a book about war and playing <laughs> trying to play an old country song <laughs> that's, Look at that's that. what i'm doing i enjoy teaching children giving them all the joy that my childhood brought me whoa yeah that's a good line wow. I, I use that in all my resumes yeah holy cow. i want to make them as happy as i was as a kid wow that always works if you uh, yeah you get hired at every job that was that. a good one wow and most and most all i enjoy humor and the power it gives us over the negative aspects of our lives okay i hope one day to to work <laughs> full-time teaching children really preferably history okay that makes sense. while still pursuing comedy at night that's the dream anyways i said that's the dream anyways at the end (laughs) oh my god what a weirdo (laughs) that's so funny that i'm like who wrote that i'm like i wanted to be a i actually did want to be a teacher but comedy's better but one maybe one day you never know i love history i love history so i uh i wanted to be a teacher at one point as well but i've never caught the history bug how did you get how did you get into history oh I i mean my grandpa loved it so then i always wanted to be cool to my grandpa so i read about it i just love it. it's just there's so much you never we we were taught history so poorly in school too oh, they teach it in, they teach it in such a they don't tell us most of it and the way they teach it is so boring like memorizing dates and stuff it's kind of a, an amazing feat that they make history boring <laughs> like it's the most interesting thing of all time and they somehow make it the dullest bullshit you've ever heard completely i don't get it i love i think I think everyone should read it all the time. It's great. Yeah, uh, my lack of uh, knowledge it really makes me feel dumb. And when I like, I left St. Paul to go to college in Duluth oh, and yeah. took a history class, and it seemed like I was so far. It was embarrassing how far behind I was. I dropped the class because I was just like, really, oh, this oh is wow, ridiculous. Yeah, how I, little I know. I think most people would feel the same though, because we just learn till we're 18 maybe and it's already pretty shitty and then we never learn a single thing the rest of our lives so i uh I, I listened to a couple episodes and now is the time we should promote your of podcast. my podcast yeah. yes my podcast called you're an idiot every monday with my good friend alex dragovich yes and uh fun podcast fun? I, yeah it's a good yeah i'm kind of the the nerd and he's kind of the jock and that's kind of our uh relationship a little bit and and uh I not cringe, but I'm like, I li- one of the episodes I listened to. You're grilling him on history stuff. Yeah, like, what, what ca- is it? What is it? And I'm like in my car, going, "Don't ask me! Don't <laughs> ask me! Don't ask me! I, ask somebody else." I, I always make it. Yeah, I, I like to ask him a question every time about usually history, not always, but I don't think he's actually dumb because he generally doesn't know it. I think he's just the average person, and I think it's kind of an interesting peek into like how 
not dumb. Like it's not even his fault. He just wasn't taught these things. Yeah, so. no, I know, and I feel the same way. And I fear like that's one of those things where you know, I don't. I, it hasn't happened. I worry like someday my daughter's going to be like, explain yeah. World War One. Yeah, me. right. What and was I'm the like, Vietnam War? I don't. Before World War Two, I think. Yeah, maybe the first one. Yeah, maybe the big uh, one. I yeah, think. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have you have the internet. You're not supposed to ask me these things. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I love asking him those questions, but then he asks me like, "How are you supposed to talk to your girlfriend?" Then I can't answer those questions either. So like, <laughs> there's we have different knowledge sets for sure. True. Is eye contact important? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> How, uh, why did you end up back in New, you said you're living in New York now? I did, yeah. Why? I lived in Chicago, did comedy there maybe five or six years. Just, you just get to the top of the heap. You've done all, I did all the shows in Chicago okay. a few times. I was in at all the clubs. You're just like, you don't want to be the guy who just stays there. Okay. I mean, you could be, and you could make a pump for a living, but I'd always regret not like trying to go to New York. I have, I had actually done comedy in New York before for like a year and I moved back for various reasons, mainly round of money, some would say. But <laughs> now I'm back. I have enough money, and I made more connections, and I just want to give it a go, see how, see how it goes. Sure. There's just so much comedy in New York. There's a lot in Chicago. I think it's – I love Chicago for comedy, but New York is just – it's insane how much comedy there is. I'm curious about the living conditions. Like Living? Uh, yeah, yeah, in the, New York for you. I, I mean, my the, – the room I am currently, like, renting only for a couple of months is very bad. It has no paint on the walls, and the bed is more of a cot situation, and – there's no the only windows like in this weird chimney so I can't really close it so there's like I wake up with the sun every day that's not great but the actual city of New York I love yeah I think it gets a bad rap for being dangerous I don't I think it's not really dangerous at all I think it's very safe actually. I overheard that you uh Bushwick Bushwick I live in I live in Bushwick which is kind of the like maybe like uptown it, it's like the very trendy young adult 25 30 year old neighborhood Do you do you know what the internet describes it as? If you search I would, Bushwick, what would they say? Edgy and increasingly hip. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. It's it's not quite gentrified. It's like in the process. It's not. It still has a very like large like black and Hispanic community. So it's like a lot of like people like me like invading this very cultural community. <laughs> I heard you say you you have a friend that walks her rabbit. Yeah, that I yeah my I have a friend. Uh, a great comic named Maddie Weiner, one of my favorite comedians, and she walks her rabbit. She lives in a neighborhood next to Bushwick, and I, I saw on the podcast. I think it's so funny to imagine like a seventy-year-old black guy seeing this white woman walking her rabbit in his neighborhood, and like, yes. what the fuck are they doing? Yes. Like, they're just invading this neighborhood and walking <laughs> rabbits, and like, and the image of that really cracks me up. White people and their rabbits. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I mean, at, at that point, I can't defend white people anymore. If we're walking no. rabbits, that's I'm done. <laughs> I'll, I'm giving up my white card. We're done. I completely, I completely agree. Uh, just for a contrast, by the way, so I looked up Bushwick, like I said online, edgy and increasingly hip, and I'm like, I'm gonna look up Hudson, Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh people. yeah. What's there? What's their vibe? Hudson is a city in St. Croix County, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's <Period. it>. Nothing. <laughs> That's they it. don't know how hip it is. <laughs> they don't know. They don't even need to say how hip it is. No. It's hip. Everyone knows. <laughs> no, we we don't talk about it. It's a secret. Yeah. You want to be a secret. You don't want people talking That's about right. you. It's a nice quiet place. Either you know or you don't. You don't. <laughs> Hudson's like the perfect distance from the Twin Cities. You can still come in, have your time, but you're away from all the hullabaloo of the the Twin Cities I, metro area. I, I I completely agree with that. Um, uh, what's some other stuff I wanted to talk to you about? Oh. 
You do a thing on your podcast where you do yeah. some uh, listener questions. Yeah, this is where I heard this. And yes. someone, there was a question on there, and they asked you uh, the male celebrity you'd like to have sex with. Oh yeah, who did I? I said Denzel Washington, I think. Yes, but then yeah. you also said, oh, uh, maybe Rod Stewart. Rod, I love Rod Stewart. I, I that one gets Denzel Washington. Everyone's always like, that's a great choice. But Rod Stewart, people are like, who? I think he's so hot. I love Rod Stewart. I love his music. I love that's one of my guilty pleasures. I don't even think it's a guilty pleasure. That's just one of my pleasures in life. I love Rod Stewart. I did think he's an amazing singer too. Did you know he's in St. Paul? Right now? This weekend? But what at a where he's probably at the XL. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dang, and he's not coming here. He doesn't know I would suck him off even in his seventy fifth year on this earth. I'd be right there. I'd ro- take that rod <laughs> for the team. I love Rod Stewart. Love him. Yeah, I'd be his Maggie May. Come on. <laughs> Maggie, yes, please. <laughs> if I knew now what I knew now, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I love Yeah, Rod. he's in town with uh, yeah. Cheap Trick, I believe. There. What? Yeah. That doesn't make that that pairing doesn't make that much sense. That I love Cheap Trick, too, but those are not. That's not Chicago the same band. type of music at all. Yeah, yeah Chicago, Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, yeah oh, there yep. you go. Dang, Rod, Rod's here. I would love to see that. I bet he's still got it. Well, Maybe. We, Some mm, of those old guys, mm. I've seen, like, I saw Elton John. He was still great. I love classic rock. Paul McCartney was still great. Bob Dylan was embarrassing. Terrible. I, when I, did you see McCartney? May, like, 2013, 2012. A okay. Bonner. I saw him at Bonner. Okay. Because I've awesome. seen McCarty, and I, I'm the big, I'm as big a Beatles fan as any. I you didn't think he was the, good? I, I, the voice isn't there. Really? Yeah, when did you see like him? I don't feel like it is. Oh, was probably it? around that time. Really? And even between he then and like now. He did, like, a three-and-a-half-hour concert. He was go- running around stage. It was awesome. I mean, he's, like, like 80 now or whatever. He just I turned think he 80 turned something. 80, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, yeah, if you could do it, please. Yeah, keep going. It's great. I'm just not going to buy a ticket. I, I mean, they they the tickets are too much, and at some points, like, don't you have enough money? I don't get why it's a hundred dollars, but <laughs> I do love. I want to see Ario Speedwagon. This is where I embarrass myself. I loved. <laughs> I wish the Journey guy would get back with Journey. Steve yeah. Perry. I don't want to see that the Filipino stand-in they have or whatever. He sounds exactly the same. He does sound exactly. Yeah, that. that I guess that's racist to me. Yeah, I got me. You know what? I'll see the Filipino guy. Whatever. I'll see him. What else don't you want Filipinos to do? Yeah. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> Comedy. I don't know. Uh, or, actually, Joe Coy is one of the biggest comics in the world. He's Filipino. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. He's, he's killing huge, it. Huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely killing it. He has a Funko Pop doll. Really? Yes. That's how you know you made it. That's I mean, a, I'm not against that. It's, it's a sign. Uh,. Let's mention you ha- you ha- you did bring some merch, some fresh I merch did to my Minneapolis. Fresh merch that I made, I don't know how many, maybe like three years ago, really. It, my neck, my back, stop the war in Iraq T-shirts. They're great. Actually, people bought a bunch of them yesterday, which was great. I also have these little koozies I didn't even mention yesterday. What? I'm kind of waiting until the shirts are gone because I only have like ten left, really. So then same I'll sell thing, the same message. On no, the it's it's a, just says you're an idiot for the podcast, so it's not as great a merch. Oh, I want one of those. I th- I'll I. Oh, actually, there's some in the green room. I can grab. I'll just give you one. Oh, yeah. Every now yeah, we're they talking. They cost like t- a dime to make. I don't, now we're and talking. And I sell them for five dollars. Get a big profit margin. Hey, not that bad. Was- Merch is where you make the money in comedy. I hate it. It destroys my soul every time I have to pitch it, but you do make a lot of money doing it. And, uh, yeah, I think if you even, you know, do you, do you mention that? Like, hey, look, this is kind of how I help. 
I mean, yeah, I, I mentioned it briefly, but yeah. I, I need to. I'm gonna try to like write a little pitch for this weekend. Some comics will have like a little joke they do. I gotta figure that out. Yeah, because people love. If people like what you do on stage, they just want to give you money. They don't really even care what the merch is. It could be a Death to America shirt. They don't really care. They'll yeah. buy it. Yeah, they, they just like you. Absolutely. And it. You, sometimes I feel ashamed, but also at the end of the day. I'd rather sell merch than have to be a waiter on the side or something. So like, <laughs> right. I'll do, I'll I'll sell some merch, I guess. Right. Yeah. It could be worse things. It that could you're be doing. worse. Yeah. Uh, did we? You, I think one more thing we could mention is you have an album that's out there as well. I do have an album recorded in Minneapolis at uh, Sisyphus Brewery. Okay. Right before. I, yeah, I think I recorded like maybe four or five months before the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Called the Prodigal Little Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't come out till a year later, a year okay. ago probably. Yeah. I love yeah, I love the title. My friend made a really cool cover where it's like me as like an old like Catholic saint or whatever that I thought was really cool. And yeah, it's a it went cover. well. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I'm actually hoping to. Rec- I'm tentatively planning to record a special of mine in this fall somewhere. Oh, yeah. awesome! Or in Madison actually at the club in Madison. Okay. Yeah, so hope I think that's gonna happen in November. Yeah. Okay. And uh, look, we have the contest going on here at Acme. Yes, you did a contest once. I did do the contest right when I started. Con- I didn't. St- I started in Madison, but I drove back here to do the contest here, maybe in like 2013, I think. And I dr- I drove back. I don't know how many rounds it was. I think it was. I think you had to do two rounds to get to the final. So I drove here and back twice. And then I had like a miscommunication with whoever the booker was. I can't remember his name anymore, but. I, I didn't know, like, oh, can we do the same set or whatever? Oh, and Derek, maybe. It might have been Derek. And and for some reason, I un- misunderstood, and I thought that I had to tell a whole new set for the finals. And I was only, like, four months into comedy, so I wrote a whole five-new-minute set that I'd never done before. And then I invited all my extended family to the show, and it was it was completely packed, and I just absolutely bombed in front of all my friends and family. I got, like, complete silence because I'd never done these jokes before. They were bad, and I was a bad performer. That and was here. That was here, In the yeah. Funniest Person contest. Yep, uh, Ali Sultan won, yeah. Now a good friend of mine, yeah. and I was probably here that You night. probably were there, and I won a mini cooler or a mini grill. I won a mini grill. That was my pride. I think there were five people, and they, they, they told us which order we got in. I thought they would just say who won. Oh no! I, I had to know that I got dead Fifth, last. Yeah, I got dead. Fifth last. runner up, and no one was. Everyone's like that. Made that made sense. That made sense. Oh my god! I wonder if I. I don't think I kept. I've been a judge for that thing. You might for have been a years. judge. I you may have. Like, I may have judged you, Jeff. Brutal. This was brutal. Wow. I I know I didn't get up at the open mic here for like two years when I came home because they're like not that guy. No <laughs> shit. After what he did. <laughs> yeah. And then how soon after that did you do the one in Wisconsin then? Uh, that was probably a couple years later. That was probably 2015. Yeah, I I ended up I did that once and got like in the top ten. Then the next year I won funniest person in Mass in Wisconsin. An honor that. I think about every day. <laughs> a huge honor. I, it was a big deal to me back then. I right. can't lie. It was huge. You didn't bring the championship belt with you. Today. I did not bring the belt. I have a. I had a little trophy for a while, but then they made me give it back the next year. But it <laughs> nice. was. It felt good for a year. Nice. Very cool. Are you gonna? Uh, so the rest of the year, talking about you might re- record. Yeah. Hoping year. probably in- filming a special. Yeah. Nice. Living in New York. Living in New York. Yeah, not not really doing the road that much this summer. Just trying to get situated in New York. Not really traveling too much. But then this fall, I'm yeah on the road a lot. I tentatively, yeah. I come back to Minnesota, yeah, maybe September or something. 
I come back here like every three months. Did you save Lewis money on uh, on house housing? Like, did, did you they put you up on the apartment? I I was like, please. condo. I oh no, I, hotel. Yeah. Do they get a condo? No, usually? no, whatever oh. it's called. Yeah. Are you in the apartment? Yeah, the yeah, condo, oh, the yeah. hotel. I, I can't be with my parents. No. And Woodbury's so far away. You want to drive forty minutes each way. They're actually coming to the show tonight. My parents are coming tonight. Nice. You know they. I tell them don't come, but whatever. I always try to be as dirty as possible when they come because I want to like. Get them not to keep coming to my shows because <laughs> it annoys the shit out of well, me. I wish I would have known this. We I didn't know that till I today. Uh, come on, mom and dad, where were, you should have been there last night. Yeah, I know exactly. The, I want to be at the mom and dad show. I know. I, I'm going to talk about it probably. I, I'll either not talk about it at all, or I'll talk about it the entire time. <laughs> That'll be the what ends up happening. Do you? Will they make a point to sit? Like in a specific area? No, they notice it in the shadows. They notice it in the back. Okay. My mom has an annoying laugh, and she doesn't. She's been to 50 shows and she hasn't learned not to talk. She'll she'll heckle me. She I I would be shocked if she didn't heckle me once. And she'd be like, "That's not true" or <laughs> something like that. And you'll I, have to call her out on it. And I will have to. And she yeah, oh she'll talk loudly with her friend like, "That actually isn't what really happened, on Marlene or whatever." Wait she, a minute, are you going to be like, "How did you two meet?" Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> I might act, that's a good idea. If they're in the front, I'll go all in on them. Absolutely. Tinder? Yeah, Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> I kind of look like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. My notes from Is there anything else I wanted to mention? Uh, just finally. Yep, wrap it up. He's like, wrap it up. Yep. Just finally. <laughs> um, Make sure, double check your fly tonight. Yes, that is that's so funny because last night so my fly was down. Lady said your barn door is down. That happened at a show like two months ago, and a person also yelled your barn door is down. It's like I guess that's my fucking thing that I can't remember to put my pants up. <laughs> it's absolutely pathetic. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, this be weekend. on the lookout for that. The German worm might pop out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Great time. All Thank right. you. There we go. Perfect. So I. Uh,